Would you like to be happier? Would you like to have a stronger marriage? Would you enjoy having a better relationship with your children, your parents, your siblings, your friends, the people that you work with? Wouldn't we all? In a world where we have everything at our fingertips, have more wealth than can be imagined, and are protected by many devices, God has been replaced. People are experiencing loneliness, stress, depression, and a host of many other mental illnesses. The temperature of the world continues to rise as people try to figure out what to do about climate change. Crime continues to rise as people spread further and further apart to keep themselves from harm. What if the answer to all these concerns is God? Join me on this podcast as I journey through a passage that has shaped the life of my wife and me. Psalm 127. This passage holds the keys to what ails the world. I absolutely believe it. Join me in this podcast as we journey together talking about life, love, work, play, all of it, just to figure out if God is really the most important thing in our lives. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Unless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and I'm so glad you've joined me today. Last week, I talked about overreacting, and this week, I am going to talk about hunting. I said I would. I said I would. It's not just about hunting, but today we're going to talk some hunting, because it is the last part of September, soon to be the first part of October, and it is what is on my brain. So, uh, thanks for joining me. I hope that that doesn't turn you away. But uh, if you don't know who I am, I am Alan Getty. I'm a father of six, husband of one uh, for 31 years, and <clears throat> um, have just been around for a while. I love to hunt. I love the Bible. I love being a dad. And I love depending on the Lord. So I even have a book out. It's called Unless the Lord. And it's by me, Alan Getty. You can find it on Amazon. Find it on Barnes & Noble. Find it just about anywhere you find books. My audiobook will soon be coming out. Again, it's called Unless the Lord. And I would say pay attention to the podcast, but also be watching Facebook and all of those places so that you can get um, an audiobook of Unless the Lord. <clears throat> so... This week, um, of course, uh, last week, archery hunting ended here recently for everybody. And there's like a two-week gap here for those of us that didn't get elk tags that uh, we, we often, at least I do, think about going up and calling in elk. I have had several thoughts about that. One year, I actually did it. I went up, I camped in one of my favorite spots and just called elk. And I had, I had a blast. Um, I called in a big bull the first day and, um, and I just had a really good time just camping and just calling in some elk. It was fun. Um, and, and I struggle with whether or not it's something I should be doing because many times, you know, elk hunters go up, they, they sort of go up with the idea that, um, the elk haven't been what, what hunters often refer to as boogered, um, or, 
so they haven't been spooked into deeper country because people kind of leave them alone between hunting seasons. And as a hunter myself, I, I think um, that's a nice thing to do. So I usually don't go up and do it. But today I was reading uh, some articles. I'm, I'm thinking about a new place for next year. Uh, I really want to draw a tag. And so in New Mexico, when you when you put in for your tags, you decide you want to hunt elk. And elk is the worst one. Let's let's just sit on elk. I'll just tell you right now, elk hunting in New Mexico, probably one of the best places to hunt elk in the world, but it's hard to get a tag. And so um you you have to kind of you have to kind of deal with that aspect of it. But there are some units in New Mexico where you you could probably get a tag. Now, these units come with their own um their own I guess you would call them caveats. Like, yes, there are elk in this unit, but also you need to be ready to climb steep terrain, thick steep terrain. You have to find a way to get somewhere so that you can be where the elk are when, when you wake up in the morning and, um, you need to expect that that hard hunting might not produce an elk. So all of that said, there is this concept or idea of, of I, yeah, I can draw a tag, but do I have the extra time and effort to put in once I draw that tag. And that is always a a big question. But, but one of the things that I was reading this morning is I was reading, um, about the unit. And of course I'm reading on forums and things like that, because for me, that's, that's the first place I go is the, the internet even though it's probably not the best place to go, I'm still very preliminary in my thought process here. And so I go to the internet and I read, um, Hey, where's the place? Where do you go to find the big elk? Where do you, you know, how do you elk hunt there? And you get people that are just angry about their elk hunt, just angry because we didn't see any elk. It was terrible. It was horrible. And then you get people who, um, who talk about some of the other things that they they've noticed, you know, vandalism and, um, angry hunters and running into people and, um, people being mean and it blows me away. And I'm going to say this just right now. It blows me away that people get mean about hunting. And it says something about, I think where we are as a country, where we are as a world that, um, people, that hunt, they have this camaraderie where they are hunters. They enjoy this sport. They see the value in it. They um, see that it's a good thing to do. And yet they, they live their life on edge about, I don't want people to know about my good hunting spot. I don't want people to know this. I don't want people to know that. And I, and there's certain aspects of that, that I do agree with. Like I, I don't, Uh, I don't necessarily tell everybody my favorite hunting spots, but then on the flip side of that, um, why not? 
so I, I'm, I'm pretty, most people would tell you that I'm, I'm pretty open with, with where I hunt and where I've seen animals. Now, also I'm not, you know, the greatest hunter in the world. You don't see my, um, my wall filled with, with animals from across the world. I, I, I have, I, I have, I'm a successful hunter as successful hunters go, but, um, but I'm not, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't brag on my ability to find the biggest bulls or the biggest bucks or anything like that. I would say my hunting is more of a, I like to hang out with people that, um, and, and in a hunting camp and enjoy their company. That's probably more what I like about hunting. I do hunt hard and, um, and it's, I think it's an important aspect of who I am, but I don't, I don't think I'm some great hunter. So therefore my spots are not secret and, um, I am absolutely, uh, okay sharing all of my spots with people who want to know. And so there you go. But so I'm sorry, that was a little bit of a side note there. So here's my deal is as I'm reading through these posts and reading through this stuff and I'm paying attention to now that we're coming to an election year, we're coming to an election season. It seems to me, and I've, I've talked about this in podcasts earlier. In fact, it's been kind of a theme here lately that we're angrier now than we've ever been. And I wonder if the reason that we're angrier now is because we are not living our life in a way that is thankful for what we have. In other words, if you're angry about somebody being in your hunting area and that's where you were headed, well, were you thankful about being able to go and be in that area in the first place? So many times we forget that we are blessed to even get the opportunity. And that is a big, big deal. So as I look at what hunting says about society, and I think about the fact that um, more and more people want to hunt, um, particularly elk, because I have a deer tag coming up in October. I'm excited about my deer tag. And I wasn't at first. And I wasn't because I wanted to see deer. I wanted to do that. And all these different things that popped into my head about how hunting should go kind of did the same thing where I went, well, I don't even want to go because it's not a really fancy area. And there's not. And it really, I started to go down. And then it was something clicked in me. And I went, wait a minute. I get to go spend five days in a place that's pretty remote and I might, I might see some deer. Maybe I'll see some elk. Maybe I'll see an oryx. Maybe I'll see a Barbary sheep. I don't know. But what I do get to do is go with my, my good friend and we get to go down and spend a few days and hang out. And then go walking around and and see God's country in a new country, something different and something we haven't ever seen before. Man, that's a blessing. Because God created all of this for us to enjoy so that we would give him praise. 
So if we go into hunting or we go into any situation, when you really think about all the things that we get to do as a society, whether it's going hunting or or going to a football game or going to just driving down the road. I mean, and I, I know I live in a, in a gorgeous place. Um, most people wouldn't call Roswell, New Mexico a gorgeous place. But when you drive from town and you're six miles from town and it's, it's really wide open, big sky country. Yeah, we don't have trees, but, um, but it really is beautiful, a beautiful place. And this is where we get to live and this is where we get to spend our time. How dare we live our lives angry? And there's a lot of things to be angry about. I I get it. Like you can be angry about taxes. You can be angry about um, the world and the violence. And you can be angry about, um, in particular, like our governor here in New Mexico who wants to take guns away from people. You can be angry about um, the election coming up and you know, you don't like Trump, you do like Trump, you can't stand Biden, you love Biden. All of those things can can really begin to amp us up and get us angry at a world that was created by God to give us pleasure so that we would praise him. And we've got to stop. We've got to stop. And I'm, I'm speaking to <clears throat> hunters and people in general, but as hunters, we've got to stop saying we're mad that we don't get A, B, and C and go, we're excited that we get to do anything we get to do. You know, as much as I was upset that I didn't get an elk tag this year, um, I did get a deer tag. And then because of a system here in New Mexico, both of my kids have cow elk tags. And that's a, that's a blessing that that I, I get to do that. And we, we do eat the meat and we are, we are consumers of, of what we harvest. We don't just, we don't just go out to kill something. We go out to kill something so that we can eat it. And this is, this is important that, that we start to look at our life as a blessing, not a curse. You know, when you get in your car and it turns over and it starts Man, praise God for that. When the heater works in your house, praise God for that. When 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 your bed is is not falling over, praise God for that. When your house is the roof is not caving in, praise God for that. When you step outside like this morning I stepped outside, it was a beautiful morning. I praise God for that. Last night we had a birthday party for our daughter and the kids were just screaming. They had such a great time. Praise God for that. This morning I got up and you'll notice the sound is a little different this morning. Well, um, I, uh, I can't find my mic. Probably one of the kids has it. Well, guess what? What, what are they using it for? I don't know. But I still can, can talk to you guys on the phone the way it is. And maybe the sound quality won't be as good. But I praise God for that. I can, I can praise God for so many things and it's important that we take a look at our life every day and go, I praise God for that. God, thank you for that. God, thank you for the trees and the grass. God, thank you for 
last night we couldn't do the party outside because of the wind and the rain. Thank you. So I guess what I'm saying today is that whether you're a hunter or you're not a hunter, but hunting, the way I look at it, is a great blessing that I get to do it. And it's, it's a way that I was raised. It is a, it is a massive part of who I am because of how my family was. And instead of being upset about what I don't have, I need to be thankful for what I do have because what I have is really amazing. And I think all of us, when we look around, maybe we don't have as much as that person over there. Maybe there's things that we would want that are a little bit better or a little bit this. But in the end, if we really take a good hard look at our life, we are blessed. Blessed in ways that I don't think any of us could truly understand because I don't think we were able to look at what happened years ago, we are blessed. So this week, make it your goal to not be angry and instead to be thankful. Don't be like those guys who are like, well, there was a guy in my spot. Well, there was this guy over here. They're always, hey, be blessed. You are blessed beyond belief. Be thankful for what you have. And act like it. Be that guy. When they see you, be that woman. When they see you, they go, why are they so happy in this situation? Just be that person. All right, guys, have a good week. I will talk to you guys next week. Remember, you can buy my book at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can also go to my website, unlessthelord.org. You can also email me at alangetty at gmail.com. That's A-L-A-N-G-E-D-D-E at gmail.com. Let me know if there's a subject you want me to talk about. Next week, next week, we are going to start talking about the Beatitudes. I heard a series on it last week and uh, just kind of went through the Beatitudes and did quick little things. And I thought, man, that would be fun to talk about for a month. So we're going to talk about the Beatitudes. Have a great week. We'll see you guys next week.